811 here inside the morning show, Planet Radio 106.7. 80 degrees, some clouds. Going to be hot again today. Power Hour is coming to you live from the Chris Logan Media Studio. Downtown Church Point. So we got kind of like all of our business out the way this morning. Congrats to Madeline, our dad joke winner. And then August uh, 12th, that is the date for Planet Fest. That's at Feed and Seed, live on stage, that 90s show, Suffrage, Criers, tickets on sale on our website, listen to theplanet.com at noon today. So we also had a question, our question of the day today, what do you call your father since Father's Day is Sunday? Don't forget about old dad. Don't forget about pops. Don't forget about daddy. And, what, and, and you know, everyone calls their daddy or maybe, look, or maybe call. I know, I know some of you probably lost your dad, and, uh, and I know you're going to remember him on Sunday. You know, but I, I had to throw that out there today. Now, what, do you, what, what, what do you call your dad? And if, if I had to guess, around here, especially as a, as a kid, here in Acadiana, South Louisiana, I, I would bet that daddy was probably what a lot of us called our father when we were kids and then we, but around here, it wasn't just daddy. Was, we, got, we got a little Cajun in it. So we had like, we rolled those D's like daddy. And, and we said it, we said it fast. Daddy. And then, you know, especially when you, you know, you wanted something, you needed something, daddy. Oh, you had, you had different levels of that, right? Different inflections of daddy, but you got, you got father, if you were a little bougie, won't call, we won't want to call your father father. Cool. I'm not, I'm not hating on that. You got dad, you got daddy, what? Pop, pops. Uh, what else we got? Uh, papa. Some people, some people use that. Uh, some of the, let's see, some of the comments this morning. Mandy says, daddy, like a child, and I will die calling him that. See? Uh, Brent says, Dad, a.k.a. Papa for the grandkids. See, that, that's another one. Uh, Anna says, biological father by his first name. She says, you never had a relationship. The man that raised me is my dad. And, and I'm, I'm sure some of you uh, are in that situation too. You know, maybe, maybe your real dad, you don't consider him your dad, and, and maybe there's a, a stepdad that raised you and you consider him your dad. Whoever you consider dad, Make, make, you know, make sure you hang out a little bit on Sunday. Uh, Ian says, Dad. Candace says, Dad slash Tim. Or you might call your, maybe now you call your dad by his first name. You know, hey, Tim, did you do that? If you would have done it as a kid, you know, growing up in the 70s and 80s, that, would, that, that wouldn't have happened, dude. You'd have got the belt. You'd have got put on your knees on some rice, maybe on the bricks, on the cement. We had it rough back in the day. We had it rough. Uh, Johnny says pops. That's another pretty good one too. But do you think like it, it changes a little bit? Because for me as a kid, it, it was, it was daddy. And now it, I guess, I guess it's more dad for me uh, on my personal page. I got some good ones. DJ says, depends on what he calls me. Uh, what else we got? We got pop daddy pop. Uh, Eric's, Eric put the A word on there. Sorry about that, Eric. Uh, Adam says legend. He calls his dad the legend. Pops, daddy-o. Um, 
Oh, bro, someone said MIA. See, um, Bridget says, Dad, Daddy. Uh, John said, the cold-blooded sausage maker. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> uh, dad, Dad, Dad. Uh, Jay says, to his face, Dad. You got Pop. Uh, Jimmy says, Dad or Daddy. Mostly Dad. RIP to my hero. Uh, and then DJ, it, it depends on what he calls me. And I was waiting for some some choice words on on the comments and only got one or two. But if you still want to comment, you can. And that is on our Planet Radio Facebook page. And that is on my personal Chris Logan Facebook page. But Father's Day Sundays, and I saw this thing she didn't know about Father's Day. There were a couple things that that I didn't know. I didn't know that there was an official flower for Father's Day. The the rose is the official flower for Father's Day. I'm I'm not I'm not that kind of dude. I and I don't think my dad would like for me to give him a rose for Father's Day. If that's if that's you, cool. But for me, uh-uh. See, I'm not the dude that puts on pajamas with the family at Christmas and takes a picture. I'm I'm not. Like that's that's not me. And I'm not going to give my, my dad a rose on, on Father's Day. If you put on the pajamas and you give rose, a rose to your dad for Father's Day, cool. Uh, also, Father's Day was first proposed by a woman. A woman from Washington State named Sonora Smart Dodd wanted to create a Mother's Day for dad. So I guess Mother's Day came first. And because of her, Washington held the first Father's Day on, on July 19th, 1910. Also, it's written as Father's Day with an apostrophe after the R. Father's Day is typically the fourth most popular holiday for greeting cards behind Christmas, Valentine's Day, and Mother's Day. Dang, ties might date back to 221 B.C. when China's first emperor and his terracotta army were discovered. Each sculpture was wearing a necktie. I didn't know that. But do you have, you have a dad that's hard to buy for? Mine was always hard to buy for. Oh, Glenwood says calls. I, I, I forgot about this one. Glenwood said he's, I, I call my father old man. That's my old man, bro. You know, me and old man. <laughs> that's, that's another good one. Uh, but hard to, hard to buy dad something for Father's Day? I mean, like my, my dad's not a necktie dude, more just a shirt and short kind of dude. Um, but that Father's Day is a little bit tougher to buy for me than for Mother's Day. And I, and I, I don't see, I don't care personally to get any gifts for Father's Day, me personally, because I don't like opening gifts. I, I really don't. That's, that's a strange, that's a strange time for me, dude. I, and I'm sorry. You, you can call me weird, but I don't like opening gifts. You got to sit in front of people. You know, then they're all looking at you. And it, like in my mind, I don't know about yours. Like I got a lot of, you know, anxiety, you know, kind of coming up. Like, am I going to like it? Do I not like it? Or do I have to, like, do I have, if it's a shirt, like, do I have to pick it up? Am I going to like the shirt? What's the look like going to be on my face if I don't like it? You know, like <laughs> there's so many emotions when you open it a gift and I don't like doing it. I don't like doing it. 
I appreciate gifts. I, I do. But it, like, if I don't get a gift for my birthday, Christmas, Father's Day, whatever, dude, Hanukkah, I, 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 I'm okay with it. I guess it's just I don't like opening gifts. There's a little fun fact. There's a fun fact about Chris Logan this morning. Um, also, if you travel in Johnston Street, watch out for this. I'm sure you've seen it. If not, a portion of Johnston Street closed due to the concrete pavement that buckled yesterday. KATC, their headline, dude, I'm like, come on. Come on. Rewrite this, please. This is their headline. Portion of Johnston Street closed due to concrete pavement blow up. That was some little 20-year-old intern that wrote that. Concrete pavement blow up. So you say the pavement blew up on Johnston Street? It buckled, probably because it was hot as hell, dude. The devil was trying to poke his head up to get a little air. He's like, oh, damn, it's hot up here too. Went back down. That's what happened. The devil's head made, the, made Johnston Street buckle because he was trying to get a little air. And then he's like, damn, it's just as hot. It's just as hot up here as it is down there. Went back down. That, that's what happened yesterday. But uh, Johnson Street is closed. And it's only like it's closed between Arnold and Leone Street. So that little area kind of by uh, like Arnold Boulevard. What was it? Like the old Browns building right there. And I saw someone share a picture this morning. It, it looks like the traffic going south on Johnson Street. And I hope I'm right about this. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But it looked like from the picture that I saw this morning, they're letting traffic go through the turning lane. So like to go around the little portion that's closed, they're letting the traffic go down to one lane at the uh, at the turning lane there on, on Johnston. And again, that's right by Arnold Boulevard and going south, like you're going towards the mall. But that headline, dude, due to pavement, what it said, concrete pavement blow up. Looking for some clicks, and huh? <laughs> what what can I write? Did the concrete buckle? No, concrete blow up. Click on this story. <laughs> Need some Google Ads revenue. Click on this story. <laughs> oh my God, headlines, dude! I can entertain myself all day with headlines. Uh, and I saw this today. Get we we're gonna get to this one before we take a break. Also from KATC. I've never heard of this. Uh, I've never heard of, of doing this. I guess it's a thing. The LDWF, the Wildlife and Fishery, cites two Evangeline Parish men for illegally fishing with a car battery. Two Evangeline Parish men were cited by Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Agents for using a car battery to shock and harvest fish illegally in Rapids Parish. On June 9th, agents cited Brandon Terrio, 37, of Vilplat for taking fish illegally, and Reagan Terrio, 32, also of Vilplat for angling without a license. So, I mean, if you're going to go out with the with the battery to try to get you some catfish, at least bring you bring you a fishing license with you. That's less you're going to have to pay in fines. Uh, patrol agents first encountered the subjects subjects in a small fishing vessel, and they were fishing along the Red River. During a compliance check, two catfish were found in their possession. And then upon further investigation, agents discovered a line leading to a 12-volt battery under Brandon's seat, which was connected to a can of smokeless tobacco. Under questioning, Terrio admitted to using the electrical device to shock and catch the catfish. 
Agents confiscated the device and catfish were released back into the water. Taking fish illegally is punishable, 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 if I can say it, by a $400 to $950 fine and up to 120 days in jail. Angling without a license brings up to a $50 fine. I've never heard of that before, man. I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't know you could do that. And I mean, and if you're gonna cheat to fish, you're gonna cheat to catch some catfish. <laughs> like that's uh, that's that's your go-to, huh? Tilapia could get couldn't get any good tilapia. Had to had to go with the catfish. You had to set up the battery. But they were uh, they, they were cited, and you can read more if you want to check that story out. Katc.com. I think it was under the story about the pavement blowing up. Blowing up. Headlines. If you're bored during the day at work, scroll different websites and just read different headlines. And what's cool sometimes, look, and I know a lot of the headlines, I got to do with SEO and like all this other stuff. But sometimes it's fun, especially if it's a political type headline and you go to all these different places and then look how everyone writes it. And like how they twist things and turn things and what they do. That's that's entertainment to me. I'm weird though. I don't like opening gifts. And and I'm entertained by good news headlines. I'm an easygoing guy, dude. Easygoing. Uh Ian says that's a welding machine. Anna says, bruh, it's too hot to fish. <laughs> Brent says, Tremors. I remember that. Tremors was with Kevin Bacon. Maybe that's what was going on with uh Road Buckling on Johnston Street. But if I had to guess, I mean, I don't know, probably due to the heat or something. I'd buckle. It get, it get you a quick Dukes of Hazard on there. I wonder who was the first person to pass over that buckle. You know, if they passed over it or they went around it. Get my skateboard, dude, I'd ollie over that thing. Or, or I would at least try. I would use it as a ramp. Which, by the way, I need to, I need to buy me another skateboard. But I want, and I saw someone comment on our Facebook Live that he still had his old Powell Peralta from back in the day. I, I would like to, I would, if you want to sell that, I, I, would, I would like to buy it. Because I would, we got this skate park in Church Point now. I told you all about that. And I want to go rip it up, dude. I want, I want to go shred. But I don't have a board yet. My son bought a board. But, man, these new boards that they have, they're longer and skinny. What we had back in the day, they were, they were a little wider. You know, and I'm a little wider than I was as a kid. So I'd like to give me a wide board, and I'd really like to find an old school board from back in the day. I, I threw all of mine away. I, I don't have any, but I'd like to get me one, you know, a, a vintage one, a real vintage one, and then, you know, you know, then go hurt myself at the skate park, right? You know, then have a Cadian ambulance on standby. Uh, I'm, I'm going to call 911 before. Uh, do you have an emergency? Well, I'm not sure, but I will be at the Church Point Skate Park at 6 o'clock. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be trying some tricks. I'm 47 years old. Uh, just, just can you come park just in case I need you? Stand by for an hour. So more coming up inside the Power Hour, 826. Going to take a quick break, like, like three minutes, and we're coming back with more stories inside the Power Hour. We got a that's methed up story. We got an uh-uh story. Uh, what else we got? What are we being judged for on social media and an update on the Arby's situation and that Arby's death, too? So stay close. It is a power hour here on Planet Radio 106.7.
<laughs> Glenward said the buckle came from DOT not knowing what they were doing. <laughs> That's a good one. But man, I've never I've never heard about that. Look, and I grew up in Church Point. Right? I was I still live here. I'm put my cough drop back in my mouth. But I've never I've never heard about that. Fishing with a um a car battery and a, a can of tobacco where you, where you shock it and you you can fish that way. Helen back again, West jumps Tom Bulldog skates formerly of Dogtown. I noticed Helen Helen wanted uh was commenting or wanted to see what my, what my shirt was. And uh it's it says have you seen him and it is a picture of animal chin. And I believe that was the fourth installment of the Bones Brigade videos, the Powell Peralta dudes, which was um, Tony Hawk and Mike McGill. Uh, who else? Um, Steve Caballero. And um, oh, what was his other name? Uh, Tommy Guerrero was was part of that too. And you watch some of those old videos. And that's the crazy thing, because if you skated back in the day, we didn't have, like, as many tricks as what they have now. You know, if you were skating, I mean, you, you did a few tricks, but it wasn't as crazy as it was today. Like, if you could ollie two inches, you were, you were okay. But, you know, you had the street skating back in the 80s, and then you had freestyle skating back in the 80s. And I, and I feel, I might be wrong on this, but I feel that the – like the what was street skating back then and what was freestyle back then kind of combined. And then just more tricks were brought in if you were street skating and then freestyle went away. You know, then you had the vert skating with the half pipes and the ramps and stuff like that. But uh, I'd really like to find me an old, an old school board. I, I really would. If anybody knows somebody who has an old school one, dude, I'd take anything. I'd take a Santa Cruz. Uh, I had a Rob Roscott back in the day, the one with the, with the, the big face on it. It was hot pink. Um, and I think I had a world industries. I was one of the last ones that I got. I'm going to grocery out. I'm taking my cough drop out. All right, coming back. So welcome in. Welcome back to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. It's the hour of the morning show where we go in on what's trending, what are some of the top headlines, what's viral, what people are talking about. We, we slam them all in one hour. Uh, and if you just tuned in this morning, got to say congratulations to Madeline Crater. She was a winner of our dad joke contest. We teamed up with VE Roofing, and also we announced our Planet Fest 2023, celebrating the launch of Planet Radio 106.7, August 12th, Feed and Seed, That 90 Show, which they are a 90 rock tri 90s rock tribute band. Suffrage will be live on stage. And then the ultimate emo tribute band, Criers. All three bands rock. It's going to be a great time. You know, because we play 90s and 2000s rock. So these bands that are playing, 
they're they're going to give us some planet music. And tickets go on sale at noon today. Tickets are only 15 bucks, and you can buy your tickets at listentotheplanet.com. And there's only 300 tickets available. So make sure you get them. Going to be kind of like an exclusive citizens party. Like, you know, the, the DJs will be there. Going to have some giveaways. And we'll have more information about, you know, the happenings, what we're going to give away and all that once it gets a little bit closer. So what we have, like, a little less than two months away from that. Friday, uh, sorry, Saturday, August 12th at Feed and Seed. And it is an all-ages show. Let's see, what else we got this morning? Oh, yeah, WWE tickets. We got some Planet 4 packs to give away. We have four of them, actually. So if you want to go to SmackDown next Friday night at the Cajun Dome, that is on our website, too. Go and register, and then I will pick four winners on Wednesday morning. So we got a lot of the radio stuff out the way. Let's get to the fun stuff. Let's get to the That's Methed Up story today. Dude, and this one is, I mean, like, like they hit the jackpot when they found this batch of meth. Look. This is this is a headline. I'm gonna pull it up on the screen if you're watching this morning. The headline is New Zealand police find over 150 million dollars worth of meth hidden in Canadian maple syrup and canola oil. That's methed up. And dude, and they're they're getting creative too. Let's see, a drug syndicate that tried to smuggle tons of methamphetamine. From Canada to Australia and New Zealand by hiding it in shipments of maple syrup and canola oil have been busted. Authorities from the three nations said they worked together for some more than five months to unravel the elaborate scheme that was worth billions of dollars. Australian police said they had intercepted four separate hauls of meth weighing more than six tons and filed charges against six men. Got a uh, tweet embedded in the story here from NZP Media. Operation Regis, police, customs, alongside international partners, intercept millions worth of methamphetamine at the border. Dude, how dare them try to intercept drugs at the border? What's wrong with them? Don't y'all just let, don't y'all just let it come in? Oh, okay, you have some rules like that. Oh, my, I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. They said that in January, Canadian authorities alerted them that 2,900 liters, which is 766 gallons of liquid meth, had been hidden in 180 bottles of canola oil bound for Australia. They say Canadian authorities swapped out the meth for a harmless substance and allowed the shipment to continue. Uh-huh. So our boys in blue are getting smart. Australian police said, uh, said that the two men then moved what they believed were drugs to storage locations around the city of Melbourne. Two more shipments came in May and June, and the syndicate was also linked to a December shipment. In New Zealand, police said the syndicate tried to hide more than three-quarters of a ton of meth in a shipment of maple syrup, and the largest such shipment had been intercepted at New Zealand's border. New Zealand police said they had been arrested and charged arrested and charged five men at a rural property near the town of Helensville, north of Auckland, who had taken the bulk of the shipment. A sixth person that police say took the remainder of the shipment also is facing charges. The international drug trade and organized crime groups are creating havoc and harm in communities around the globe. That's that is according to the New Zealand Police Commissioner. And he said, our best opportunity to disrupt 
and keep our community safe is to work collaboratively with other agencies and other nations. $150 million of meth. That's methed up. The, the dudes who were trying to, uh, to bring it in, they don't think it's methed up. They lost out on billions. Uh, who's lazier? Gen Z millennials? Are they lazier than Gen X and boomers, according to this from the New York Post? I think so. There was a study. The debate over which generation has the strongest work ethic is finally over. With new data revealing millennials and Generation Z are lazier when it comes to their jobs than Gen X and boomers. Hate to say it, but I think we, did we know that already? Or is that just a stereotype, right? Was that just a stereotype of Gen Z and millennials? And, and there's, also, there's also a misconception about millennials. Millennials are older than what some people think. You know, because right underneath Gen X, like you could be, you could be your early 40s, right? And be considered a millennial. But it said blended working habits and a lower than usual unemployment rate have contributed to younger employees adopting a more laid back approach to their job. An independent panel of 1,002 people were asked to evaluate their post-pandemic work habits and a bit to understand how their attitudes have changed since returning to the office post-pandemic lockdowns. One-third of respondents between the ages of 18 and 30 admitted that they've adopted a more relaxed perspective towards their jobs due to the unemployment rate dipping, with 77% having no intentions of reverting to their pre-COVID ways anytime soon. That COVID thing screwed up a lot, man. It, it screwed up a pretty good bit. I mean, it took people out of there. Some people, not all people. Yeah, we had the essential employees, dude. Some people were still working, and some people weren't. But it, it, it took people out of their habits. Y'all stay in your house. That was the government. Stay in your house. Oh, can we go to church? No, uh-uh. Where can we go? I know there was one place they could go, but I don't want to make you mad, mad. I don't want to make you mad, mad. <laughs> but it's true, man. Didn't COVID, like, it screwed up a lot? Just that whole time, and I try to forget about it. I try to forget about that time. That's going to be the story I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my grandkids. Y'all, come, come on Papa's lap. Let me tell y'all a little story about the year 2020. It was, a, it was a weird time in the United States. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to craft my story, but I'm going to craft it. You know, Papa started his own company because the company that he worked for, they let him go because he, he didn't get the jab. And Papa didn't feel that he needed it. Papa had the antibodies and he could prove it. And then they still wanted Papa to get it. Papa would have got it if Papa would have felt that he needed it, but Papa didn't feel like he needed it and they still fired him. So Papa started Chris Logan Media. And that and y'all names are on it too. So when Papa goes away, y'all gonna get a little peace. Huh? Is that is that how it's gonna go? Oh, Papa is so happy. Now y'all go to the kitchen, get y'all something to drink. Mama's cooking, Mama's cooking lunch. But Papa, it's 10 o'clock. It's okay. We're about to eat. Y'all go wash up. 
Thank you, Papa. Okay, y'all get off my lap. That's going to be my story, man. But it's true. Think about it. You think about it. What's going to be in the history books about this whole, the whole COVID era thing, man? Oof. And I know some people lost their lives, and I knew I, I knew people that did. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not downplaying that by any means. But just, I mean, just just I know you don't want to think back on it, but just think back on it. You know, like all would happen. It's just very strange, man. Uh, let's see. I talked about this. I'll mention it again. I, I mentioned it probably about an hour or so ago. If you're going to Alabama, watch out. Uh, this is from WHNT. Alabama health officials warn of stomach parasite that causes explosive diarrhea. And they didn't, they didn't pull back in the story at all. There are a lot of cases being reported. And I'm not sure, you know, how much this is going on and, and you know, what's happening. If there are certain areas of Alabama that, that's getting hit by, by this more than others. I don't know if you're going to Orange Beach over the weekend, but I mean, you might want to watch out for this. Symptoms of the parasite range from mild to severe. Experts say that it can, the parasite can cause an illness resulting in prolonged gut distress, including watery diarrhea with frequent, sometimes explosive bowel movements that can last for weeks. That's not good, man. Some cases could require hospitalization. Though officials in Alabama emphasize that those with healthy immune systems can recover without treatment. Oh, you don't say. You, you don't say. Oh, there was only that one thing that happened that we were just talking about that if you were healthy, you still had to worry about it, right? Oh, everything, everything else. But remember, it was just that one thing that they kept telling us and telling us and telling But uh, this parasite, too, says here, look, and we got to trust the science. Says those with healthy immune systems can recover without treatment. You don't say. Anyone with a poor or weak immune system might require special treatment. You don't say. But if you go to Alabama, watch out for that. I'm not sure like how you can catch it. It doesn't say it's it's that um, it's not that contagious. But if you get it, dude, you're in you're in for some toilet time, man. And you're in for some serious toilet time. Uh, Al Pacino's a dad again. Talked a little about him, what, a couple weeks ago? 82, 83 years old. Dude got a baby. Now, let's see if there's a name. Hang on real quick. Let me, let me find that. Imagine being a dad at 83 years old. And then when the stories broke, they were saying that Al Pacino was going to be a dad. And then like a couple days later, Al Pacino said, no, I'm asking her for a test because I don't know if that, if that baby's mine. Now, why wouldn't you want to have a baby with Tony Montana? I mean, I would. I mean, I can't, but I would. Let's see if they have a little name for that little baby. What if his name is Tony? Could be a, a male or female name, you know? Uh, so 83, this story says 83. There are a couple stories when, he, when it first came out that he was 82. But his girlfriend, Nora Alfala, gave birth to their baby boy. Nah, the name is Roman. Should have been Tony. That would have been great. But Chelsea Handler's been calling out uh, older men having babies. She kind of called out uh, Robert De Niro, Alec Baldwin, Al Pacino. For being a dad again at 83, but like I told you the last time, Keith says Lou Antonio. 
But like I told you the last time, dude, that's impressive. I don't know if there was anything going on, like if if you know he was uh, he was taking anything or he had any anything implanted or anything like that. But to be 83 years old and to have a baby, that's impressive. It gives me something to look forward to. I'm not hating on Al Pacino. And that was impressive to me. Uh, got an uh-uh story. And sometimes I guess when people commit crimes, they feel bad. So this uh-uh story was someone that they broke into a house. This guy broke into a house and then he apologized online. Some guy broke into a woman's house in Philadelphia last week while she was walking her dogs. He sold two expensive purses plus cash and valuables inside of them. He was caught on surveillance camera inside the home and was in and out within seconds. That suggests maybe that he knew what he was after. The woman says she believes he may have been looking in her windows because he seemed to know those purses would have been on the table. Also, she says she was only gone for about six minutes so he knew that she stepped out. The weirdest part is that the woman posted a video on Facebook to see if anyone recognized the dude. And someone claiming to be the thief said that he was sorry and that he went into the wrong house. <laughs> it's unclear whether this guy has been arrested. Earlier in the week, police said that they still need help identifying the guy in order to move forward with the case. So apparently he was using an alias on Facebook. And they can't really track him through his posts. But dude said, I'm sorry. I went into the wrong house. If you went into the wrong house, then you would have just simply walked out. You wouldn't have grabbed two purses and the cash and valuables inside if you just went into the wrong house. Sorry, y'all, went into the wrong house. I thought that those are my two purses. I grabbed them. They weren't, so I just grabbed the cash and I ran. My apologies. But they haven't arrested him at all. Come on, dude. <laughs> wrong house, y'all. I'm sorry. Uh, what are we being silently judged for on social media? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, being, we're being judged every day, right? But what are, what are we being judged for on social media by other people? What are, what are people secretly judging others for? Number seven, people are judging others for not cleaning up after their dog. Number six, people judge others who cut in line. Number five, people who cry in front of the camera and post it on social media. Sometimes on social media, you know, like photos like that. By the way, dude, I only got one time in temp in. I, somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna write me up. It's eight forty six, eighty two degrees, cloudy. You're listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio one hundred six point seven. Number four, using corporate jargon in a casual setting. See that that gets me not just on social media. That that gets me. I sometimes when people try to talk smart and use big words, I, 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 I don't do that. Do I know some big words? Yeah. But I, sometimes I feel that 
You know, people are trying to act like they know more than you or that they're smarter than you. And when I hear people talk like that, sometimes I'm like, oh, dude, I know you're dumb. You're just trying to act like you're smart. Oh, well, we got this and that. And they start using big words. I got a thesaurus. What are you talking about, man? Like, hang on. Can you say that again? Flipping through my, my thesaurus or Googling words. What do you mean? Just, just talk normal, man. Just talk normal. Uh, now washing your hands in a public restroom, especially at work. You got to wash your hands. Remember they told us that during COVID, what, 20 seconds? Boy, they got, they got a little, um, little creative with that too. Wash your hands while, what it was, saying happy birthday? Uh, wash your hands while saying the ABCs. I remember I DJed a wedding. And I was still DJing weddings once things opened back up in COVID. You know, I told you a COVID story yesterday. Like, I got COVID at a wedding in June of 2020. I got the early on. I got the COVID 1.0. And then later, I, I got it again. Like I probably got it COVID 2.3 at another wedding. But yeah, you know, I remember seeing this, this uh, little handwritten note that was taped to the mirror at a wedding venue. And it's like, please wash your hands, you know, the uh, six feet away thing, all that stuff. And uh, they recommended saying the Our Father while washing your hands. That would be enough time. So you could say your prayers while washing your hands too. And I'm like, uh, that, that's a good one. Hadn't seen that one before. Creative points on that one. Uh, number two, give us, giving a sentimental gift to someone and then recording their emotional response. You see what I mean? Told you earlier, I don't like opening gifts. Everybody's looking at you. Sometimes the phone's out. Like, what are you doing with that, man? Are you recording that? Are you going to put it on Facebook later? Or it says, giving a sentimental gift to someone and then recording their emotional response. Even if you have permission to post it, it makes it feel less genuine. 100%. See, a lot of, a lot of content creators, you know, going around, they go to... Uh, fast food restaurant, they buy like $500 worth of food and then they go give it to homeless people and they're recording it, all that stuff. Great that you're trying to feed homeless people. Don't worry about putting it on the internet, man. Just, just go do good deeds and not tell anyone about it. You don't have to. Do good, but don't worry about putting it on, on social media. And number one, this one gets me too. And, and these are a list of things that people silently judge others for on social media. Number one is vague posting. How many posts have you scrolled through today that was very vague? And it's like, okay, do you want me to comment? Do you want me to ask? You know, like, what do you, what do you want? I see you have the hospital bracelet on. I don't see your face, but I see your hand. Hospital bracelet. Do I ask that you're sick? Is it your hand? Is it a family member's hand? You know, give us some more information in the caption, and then I'm going to give you the praying hands in the comment. Huh? Drop the praying hands in the comment. And if you do say thoughts and prayers, did you stop? You know, did you, when, if you say praying on someone's Facebook post, do you actually stop, say a little quick one to the big man, dropping off our father, Hail Mary, you know, maybe a little glory be? Do you really do it? Or are you just, you know, hey, Jesus, it's Chris. You know, man, uh, Karen's asking for prayers again on Facebook. Can you throw a couple down to her? Thank you. I mean, that, that, that might work too. But the vague social media post, that gets me every time. Every time. 
Or you just say, or, or maybe it's a, um, like, it's just, just a text. Like, whoo, can't believe that happened. Okay, I'll bite. Zoo, you threw the line out. You got me, I'll bite. What happened? I just won $1,000 on a lottery scratch-off ticket. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Congrats, but that's one thing. Vague posting is the one thing people judge uh, others for on social media. There was an update to the Arby's death, and we talked a little bit about this this week, too. I think there's another update today. Uh, this is on KATC.com. Uh, attorneys, Arby's freezer door latch was broken, and the emergency system disconnected. That poor lady that passed away in, in the freezer, man. Um, in a post on social media, their lawyer, the Pierce Scrabinek Law Firm, writes, quote, not only was the latch broken, but they had an emergency system that would alarm authorities, which was disconnected. Outrageously, this connection never connected the phone line, which could have likely saved Miss Lee's life. And they got some pictures of it. You know, the, the handle that was broken and some of the different things like that. You think this lady passed away locked in the freezer, man? Froze to death. Found her, found her in the fetal position. And the early on stories, like she, she was transferred from, uh, from Texas to here to, to take over this store. Looked like the store needed some help. If, if they didn't, if the uh, Arby's corporate team or whoever it was, or I don't know, the local franchise owner, whoever's in charge of that, you know, not having the proper protocol, having the, the freezer handle broken and, and not having the emergency system hooked up sad but they they they're gonna come into a little bit of money they're gonna come into a little bit of money rightfully so uh power napping want to catch you power nap today I, I saw this video and it was a while back and i haven't tried it but but it was uh, i think they called it a a a Navy SEAL nap, and it's where you would, you would lay down on the floor and you would put your legs like on your couch, your sofa, whatever you call it. You would put your legs there. So like your knees and your calves and everything were resting on the cushions. You know, then your thighs were along the front of the sofa and then your back was on the floor. So you were kind of like, would that be like a Z position in a way? And if you would, if you sleep like that for eight minutes, it's like the ultimate power nap. And that's how the Navy SEALs do it. I've never tried it. But this says, dozing off for your lunch break? Go ahead and do it. Napping for as little as six minutes can improve your memory, according to German research. The scientists studied people who napped for 30 to 45 minutes and those who slept for just six minutes. The six-minute nappers did just as well on memory tests as those who took a longer nap. So six minutes will do it. You know, take that, normally take that 20-minute power nap, maybe six will be okay. I mean, I, if it's your lunch hour, can you take a nap in your office? Is that okay? Like, is that, is that your time, or should you just go out to the vehicle? It's going to be hot, though. You're going to have to let that thing run. And let it cool off for a little while, get in, recline the seat back, take your little six-minute power nap, get back into the, into the office, get back to work. 8.54. I need to take a power nap today. 
I might try the Navy SEAL power nap and see and see how that works. After the show, 10 o'clock, I'm asleep from 10 to 10.08. In the Navy SEAL formation, I'll let you know what happens. I'll let you know if I'm up and at them and raring to go. We're wrapping up the power hour. Done on this Friday. Still got one hour left in the show, though. The show goes from 6 until 10. But we have the power hour where we go in on a lot of different things, what's trending, what's viral. That's from 8 until 9 each and every week. And again, listen to theplanet.com. WWE tickets are there for you to win. We'll draw four winners on Wednesday morning. Also, if you missed out, congratulations to Madeline Crater. She had a great dad joke. She was our dad joke winner, teamed up with VE Roofing for that. Uh, and this weekend, we're going to be playing a promo with a lot of our dad jokes that we got. So thanks to everyone who got, uh, got us a dad joke. It was very, very hard for us to pick a winner. But no participation trophies. This was in, this was in all or nothing. So you had to come with it. So congratulations to Madeline for coming with it. And then Planet Fest 2023, Saturday, August 12th, Feed and Seed in Lafayette, an all-ages concert. That 90s show, Suffrage and Criers, celebrating the launch of Planet Radio. We hope you can join us. Only 300 tickets available. And tickets will be available starting at noon today at listentotheplanet.com, and tickets are only 15 bucks. So we hope that you can join Planet Fest 2023. So more 90s and 2000s rock coming your way. We'll do Lit, we'll do Ziploc, and how about the Criers? You know what? How about the Criers? We'll do their cover of Ohio is for Lovers, the Hawthorne Heights classic. We'll do the Criers cover coming up next, Planet Radio 106.7. All right, cool. Uh, Blake says, 100% sleeping anywhere at work as long as it's my hour break. Yep. Hey, it's my hour, dude. I'm going to use my hour how I want. I don't smoke. Dude, Tammy and Chad were smoking. They had 18 smoke breaks this morning at 10 minutes apiece, and I can't take a six-minute nap. I, oh, wait, crap, man. I forgot to mention LSU, and I didn't do it on purpose. Um, LSU, let's see, is that tomorrow? They don't play tonight, right? Uh, let's see. Some somebody knows. Comment, comment, comment if you know. I think it's tomorrow afternoon. Is it? Let me click on this. Paul Skeen's name winner of the twenty twenty three Dick Howard Trophy. Uh, let's see. Saturday, June 17th at 6. There we go. Yep, tomorrow at 6. There you go. Blake says, you did it on purpose. I did not, dude. I did not. <laughs> I wanted to remember to do it, and there was a lot I was trying to get to today. I totally forgot. So how about this, Blake? Go Tigers, all right? Y'all have a good weekend. I'll see y'all Monday. Inside the Power Hour, don't forget the show starts at 6, all right? See y'all.